Rant and Rave is brought to you by Andrews Technology Group. Make sure you hit them up at A-N-D-R-E-W-S Technology Group.com. DJs, promoters, small business owners, get your technology and website needs met. Hey, Soka lovers, it's Soka Say So. And this chick. And we're back. And not under good circumstances. This is a bonus episode. Yes, we really needed to use our platform to comment on what is going on in not just America, but the world right now. Um, obviously, COVID's still a thing. But that's not what is the biggest thing on people's minds right now. Um, it is uh, all over the internet, all over social media. Um, people are protesting the death of an African-American man, George Floyd, who was killed on May 25th by a police officer kneeling on his neck mm-hmm. for, I believe it was seven minutes. Um, and then stayed there for two more minutes. Yeah, yeah. The officer, Derek Chauvin, I don't care if I'm saying his name wrong, um, is being charged with murder, which is one step in the right direction. But we will see how it goes from there, because this is not the first time that we have seen an officer murder a black person in America, in this country, and get away with it. So charges are filed, which is fine, but I need... I need more. So people are protesting. Everyone is out in in the nation, but in the world. I mean, I'm seeing people in, uh, I think, Iraq, they were protesting. They're protesting. Berlin. The UK. UK. Yeah, everywhere, because this is, it's enough. But one of the things that I think is really bringing so much attention to this is the fact that we are all or most of us, under quarantine. And so we are paying close attention to the news and social media. And so you have a lot more eyes on things. And Mm -hmm. I honestly believe that that is why this has the legs it has. Because like I said, this is not the first time that this has happened. And I I think we, you started off with talking about COVID-19. And I think that is a major, major piece that uh, is adding to, to this story. Um, one, people are home. Right? There, there's a lot more people who are at home, not working. There are a lot of people who have been fired, laid off, furloughed, whatever you want to call it, not working. Um, there are people who are desperate right now for money, for things, for food, um, and and or bored. There are a lot of people home and sick of being home and want to get out and very anxious, full of anxiety about if they're going to get sick, if their family member is going to get sick. There are people who are in mourning, who have lost friends and family members. And we've been touting that we're all, we're all in this together. And once again, Black people have to realize that you weren't in that, not in this circumstance. In this circumstance, cops can kill you. 
mm-hmm. without repercussion, without full repercussion. I mean, you mentioned that there was a, um, the one cop was uh, charged, arrested and charged uh, with murder. Um, but the charge itself has some people in arms because they w- would like a, um, a higher degree. Um, and people are upset that there were four cops there and mm-hmm. only one has been arrested. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, especially coming on the heels of racial tensions. When you think about just with quarantine, the disparate ways that communities have been, you know, ticketed or policed because of quarantine, you know, people are getting slammed to the ground. Black people, Latino men are being slammed to the ground because they're not social distancing or wearing a mask. And now you have, you know, on top of that, the fact that, you know, this could escalate to the point where someone can be killed. And the charge or or what he was being allegedly arrested for was forgery. Yeah. And it was, he had a, a counterfeit bill. Um, and, which some people are saying that it, that, that was false. And <clears throat> regardless. 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 A nonviolent, a, a, a nonviolent, um, crime with no weapons and you end up dead. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with Eric Garner's. Everyone was like, well, he was selling cigarettes. And so that needed to result in a death. This is not okay. And people are, are, are focused on it now. Um, I am glad to see the, the coordinated efforts to really try to bring attention to this and to protest because we protest all the time. And mm-hmm. I always say we need other voices, right? This can't just be a black person issue. It really can't. Because if you are okay with black people getting killed, not accidentally killed during arrest, he was resisting arrest. Like when you get to the point where you can't make up a story where this is okay, mm-hmm. you need to add your voice. You need to join the discussion. And you need to say that this is not okay. You don't need to sit back and be quietly non-racist. You need to speak out against racism. You need to speak speak out against violent, institutionalized racism that results in our death. Mm-hmm. This is not political. There's no political party that owns racism. And at least for that, at least I am seeing people trying to add their voices. And I... I see, um, I, don't, I don't know if you agree with me, but I see an issue in the, in the media um, right now. A lot of, well, stand up with the Black community. This happens in the Black community. And that's the end of the conversation. No, it is happening to Black people. And Black people are in every community in America. Mm-hmm. It is our community now. Like there is no area in America that doesn't have black people in it. Like I need, I need Americans to realize that we're not just asking you to care about us because we're over here in this bubble over here and things that happen. We are in and between all of the others. Mm-hmm. And we have been, we have raised our children to believe we are all the same. We are all equal. We all under the same laws. And we're telling you we are not seeing the same justice you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Cops are pre- pre- 
perpetuating crimes against Black people. And those Black people are of your, your community, others, white people specifically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, George Floyd had a white girlfriend. Like, it's not, there is, I, like you said, I don't think there is an area of this country where a white person does not know of a black person. But I've seen people saying, you know, oh my goodness, in, in Minnesota this happens? I lived in Minnesota? Absolutely <laughs> this happens. This absolutely happens. There is not a section of America that is free from racism. Not one. And it's a shame. And there's, and there's not one that's free of black people. So you should all care. You should all stand up. Mm-hmm. You work with black people. You live next to black people. You buy things from them. You, you definitely enjoy their entertainment and their fashion for sure. Mm-hmm. So stand up with us. And I, I like that this is a new part of uh, the resistance. Um, black people realizing they don't have to do the heavy lift by themselves. You can call upon your white friends, the people you've gone to school with, the people you go to work with. You, you should call them out and make sure that they are speaking up, not just whispering to you, not just in your DMs. They are speaking up and rallying for uh, all of us to be equal. I, I love that. I love that. This, you know, Black people always have to do a struggle. There's never been a time in this country where Black people are struggling. Mm-hmm. And I yep. love the fact that we are like, oh, no, y'all can struggle too. Y'all can get in this. It's okay. Join the, join the protest. Yes. Yep. Have your voice heard. Yes. Uh, and calling people out, calling celebrities out, calling your friends out on Facebook. I love it. I love it. We don't have to do all the work ourselves. Yes, absolutely. And I've seen not just a shift in the people who know me, the white people who know me, but them speaking up, you know, people have said, well, I'm not political. I'm not going to put that on Facebook. No, what you're saying is I don't want to offend my racist friends by putting that on Facebook. So I'll just send you a quick message to say, I'm not like that. Like, I'm not racist. That's not enough. And I'm tired of that. And I've shut down those conversations. I've shut down the, Deanna, I'm so sorry to hear about this. Well, here's how you could donate to the cause. Here's the number you can call. Here's the petition you can sign. Don't just tell me that you're sorry and then keep it moving because this isn't your everyday life. Do something. Be vocal. Be vocal because you have access to people, to systems, to perceptions that we don't. And real change will happen when we are all in this together. You know what? One thing really warmed my heart to see the Amish (laughs) protesting. I was like, who told the Amish this was happening? How did we get the word to them? What buggy made it to them? The pigeon. (laughs) I'm saying, but then I found out apparently they've been part of civil rights protests for a while. And that is nowhere in the history books. I was new to that information, but it is great to see Native Americans to see, you know, Latinos, Asians, everybody joining this discussion to say this is not okay. Because you know what? You guys have known Black people for years. You've partied with us. You've lived with us. You've shared common spaces. And, you know, like Rihanna said, it's time to pull up. It's time to join the fight. It's time to be in this with us. Because not saying anything and not doing anything, we're hearing it a lot louder now. 
Mm-hmm. Your silence is a lot louder now. And I, I'd, I'd love to hear what your stance is on um, protesting. Um, if it's okay, if you think that people should be in the streets, um, because I, 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 for one, am for the protest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really uh, applaud anybody who's going out out there. And I, I, I'm so naive. It's crazy because when people started protesting, I did not put it in my mind as like, you're putting your life on the line for me, right? Even in the midst of, <laughs> hello, right? when it comes to killing Black people, I'm still like, yeah, but the, the, everyone has a phone. Uh, the media is all out there. If you're doing uh, marches, you're doing protests, it's going to be okay. And forgetting all about infiltrators, uh, cops who are still just doing uh, nasty copish things. And no, but that's important. That is important to to note. It really is. I think, you know, people tend to couple protest and riot together Mm -hmm. and protests have been done for, for years. <laughs> this is not the first time a protest has been done. But a protest is you have a cause, you have a reason, you have anger, you are calling for an action. You are protesting for something to happen. I have been protesting since college. I, there is nothing... The fact that we are able to assemble and to do this, you know, that is one of the benefits of being in this country. One of the very, very few for black people. But it's one of the one of the benefits of being in this country is being able to step out in force in mass and say this is not okay. Now, rioting. I have mentioned this many times. Back in 2014, I mentioned it almost every protest. I say this. You have to be careful of what is happening around you, right? First of all, there's mob mentality. So one person does something, people think it's okay to do it, everybody jumps in and that could get chaotic. But there are also undercover police officers who turn peaceful protests into riots in order to shut them down, Mm. in order to change the story, in order to deflect from what you are actually protesting against, which is the systematic murder of black people. They turn it into, look at these wild animal thugs going crazy in the streets. And oftentimes, and we're seeing it come out more and more now, but I've been saying this for years. Oftentimes that overzealous person is a cop. Mm-hmm. Is planted, is a white supremacist who wants to change. Is a white him. supremacist, yeah. Be careful following that overzealous person. Understand that if that white person gets arrested, their situation is different from if you as a black person get arrested. Mm -hmm. Beware. And you know what? For the most part, we do protest peacefully because we know what's at stake for us. We know that we can't afford to get arrested and be held in jail, not being able to contact your family, your loved ones, to be bailed out sitting there sometimes for a week just because they don't want to get to you. Yep. Bury your paperwork. Exactly. So beware of that overzealous person in the crowd. And oftentimes that is a way that the police will use that tactic to shut that protest down, to deflect from what you are trying to accomplish. And when I see other black people falling into it and saying, well, see, look at this, they're rioting, they're burning up their own communities. Oftentimes, we are not the ones initiating that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that riots don't happen. <laughs> they definitely do. 
but mm-hmm. you really have to be careful in painting that with a broad brush and saying black people are doing this. You saw the situation. There was a white man who was shooting people with a bow and arrow. A group of white people came at him and beat him up. And when he was interviewed, he told the press two black men did it. Wow. Even in the midst of that, when they are fighting each other, we are still the enemy. Yep. So be careful. I am all for protesting. I am all for getting it out, man, because sometimes you just you feel like you have to do something. That feeling of helplessness, I understand wanting to group together with people who share the same values and ideas and thoughts as you and going out into the streets and disrupting people and letting them know that you are here making a stand and this is not okay. Mm -hmm. I'm all for it. I've been part of it. I, I totally agree with it. I am here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not part of the protest physically right now, but I have definitely chosen some other paths to um, have my voice heard. I have um, <clears throat> called the, the DA's office um, to make sure that um, Ahmaud Aubrey, uh, uh, is, uh, his murder uh, is brought to justice, um, George Floyd as well. I have um, circulated information about attorneys who are uh, willing to give um, criminal uh, defense advice and help in these times, uh, making donations. I think there are many ways that you can help. Um, I just wanted to take a second and and talk about some of our previous topics on BK Rant and Wave. We have highlighted Black business owners um, in many ways over the past. And um, a lot of people are saying, oh, this rioting and this protesting is crazy because black businesses are also getting harmed in the in the wake of the riots. And let me let you know, if you are a black business owner in one of these cities where there is um, protests, uh, you should be standing in front of your building uh, with a Black Lives Matter sign and handing out water, handing out uh, popsicles sandwiches, milk, whatever you can to help. You should be, don't just board up your business and run away because if we're all in the same community, we're all helping each other out. Now is the time to step up and not just sit at home and and say, you know, those people are animals. Help them out. Help the cause. Mm. Um, and also, I'm, I'm also I'm no, not part of uh, any protest because I am sitting home injured. My, my wrist is is thoroughly inflamed right now. I'm in a sling and it's straight up stress. That's just making my body act up. <laughs> and I had to go back to the, to the interview with, with Dr. CG brilliant and go over those tips and figure out how to calm myself while I'm watching, uh, all of the stuff going on, all of the odd commentaries that are happening in, in the media and just, Breathe, 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 and just try and calm it down because my, I'm, I'm taking on the stress. I'm fully, fully, I could cry at any second. Mm-hmm. I'm fully taking it on. Yes, of course. And you know what? As, as sisters in the struggle, that's what happens. We, we take it on. We take it on. We, we become emotional about it. We internalize it. And you're right. It is absolutely important for people in this moment to really find ways to maintain your your sanity, 
we have a lot happening right now. I mean, 2020 was the year we were all looking forward to. I hmm. need to redo this. Um, <laughs> this, is, this year has been so crazy and we are almost only halfway through. So I can imagine, I mean, it's insane, but you're absolutely right. We definitely need to decide that now is the time to to stand up for our communities, our families, our friends, but also to make sure that in the midst of this, you don't let this chaos get into your body and into your mind and drive you crazy because it can, it definitely can. And go ahead and cry girl. Cause I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and cry. Yeah. I, I also wanted to note that, we have very American voices right now on, on this podcast. I think on previous podcasts, there are times where we slip into some accents. There's some uh, <laughs> calls <can't>. to, <laughs> there's some calls to um, our Caribbean heritage. And it's not that I'm throwing away my Caribbean heritage right now. Never that, that. America, um, I live in America, born in America, and America is doing me so wrong right now. And I don't know why my voice is so New York, so America right now. Maybe that's also how I am showing my solidarity with people. Um, that's important. You know, there there have been some complaints that, um, you know, Caribbean voices, African voices are not standing up enough. But yeah, that's important that we, we really are on this planet. All of us are in this together. Mm-hmm. And it was odd. My... My parents came to this country um, close to the end of the civil rights movement. And there are some people who are their age and older in the Caribbean who just refuse to acknowledge racism. Like if you ask my grandmother, she would have said, no, nah, we didn't have any racism in Grenada. Um we didn't deal with those kinds of things. And it was just because there wasn't like a colored only water fountain and like colored only spot at, you know, the local restaurant. But there was, she was full of colorism. Mm-hmm. Um, she c- hated the shape of my nose. She hated, she loved the fact that my hair wasn't as tough as some other kids here. So like, there's a lot that they had to deal with. And um, my parents came here and, you know, they came, they wore their Afros. They, we, I still have a lot of memorabilia from civil rights movement in my home. And the fact that we're still protesting, still asking to be heard and, you know, black lives matter and you're worth it. And I mean, Hmm. All, all I'm seeing in my Instagram, Twitter feed is videos of people from the 50s, 60s, 70s, because they said the same things we're saying now. Mm, even, yes, over 100 years. I mean, we're at the time now where it's almost 100 years ago that they bombed Black Wall Street in Tulsa. I mean, we are mm-hmm. still being killed for simply existing a hundred years later, we are we are saying the same things like just stop killing us already. What the hell? What is it going to take? And I would hate for my friends, children and grandchildren to have to do this in a hundred years. Oh man. I I I'm upset 
that we have to deal with yet another thing in the middle of the craziest year we've had. Mm. But How are we not we... all insane? How are we not <laughs> all know. insane right now? I don't know. And that's the thing. I feel like all the white people should be so grateful that black people have been tried so many different kind of ways because we still have the fortitude to go to work and mm-hmm. and really be parts of society, even though all of this is happening to us. Yes. Black people are suffering more from COVID than other people. Black women are not getting the proper health care they need and not, and doctors are not trusting that they're in pain. So they're not giving them proper, proper health care. I mean, and you have cop- every time you see a cop, you have to go into panic mode. Now you can't even go bird watching without somebody trying mm-hmm. to put you in your place and ask you for your for your for your card, your identification, for your papers, your papers. And black people, you 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 doing a thing? Mm-hmm. Hold your head up. Hold your head up for real. You know, unfortunately, as people with ties to the Caribbean, we can leave. Like we could literally just be like, you know what? I just want to go. And we still call it home. (laughs) You know, being born in America does not change Guyana from being home to me. I still feel sometimes like, you know what? I just want to go home. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I feel very bad for the people who generationally have been in America. And this is home. This is it. (laughs) You, there is no escaping this. This is the place you have to transform and it's like turning the titanic this is taking way too long but you know what we definitely will get through it because we have i really am you know i'm always the optimist it's so hard these days (laughs) but i am always the optimist that at the end of the day there's more that connects us than divides us and we will push for each other it, it's we just have to hit a breaking point where it's just like, all right, come on, man. I can't keep taking this. I can't yeah. keep seeing this happening, not just to me, but to my friends and to my family. And yes, we black lives absolutely matter. Not all lives matter. I don't want to hear that. that nope. This is about black lives mattering because you know what? Other lives do matter. Mm-hmm. And we're we are seeing it. that. <laughs> we are seeing the difference. Yeah, Um, But definitely, you know, I'm always here for any marginalized community because we all feel the pain, right? When you hurt, I hurt. We all feel the pain. So I do hope, wish, pray, but also plan that this will get better. Mm -hmm. This has to get better. There's no way you can continue like this. (laughs) There's just no way. In our last, in our previous season, our second to last interview, our second to last episode, I interviewed you to get to know, so the audience could get to know you better. And one thing we learned is that you don't believe in just complaining to complain. Uh, you complain and then you take action. Um, have you had any time to think about what action steps this chick is going to take or, or what we should do as BK or answer rave? You know what? I have. And it's overwhelming. It's daunting. But, you know, putting together this bonus episode, adding to the conversation is important. I do have, of course, plans to speak with law enforcement. 
I do have plans. I, I'm already reaching out to certain people in media houses to try to get real information, to, to unbias the stories at least a little bit. Um, I, am, I, have, I have time, right? We're all home. I have time to sit on hold. <laughs> I have time mm-hmm. to sit on hold with local officials to get statements, to find out what they are going to do. And a lot of them have been vocal, but I definitely want to bring that conversation to BK Rant and Rave. So I am, I am working on it. I honestly can't say what the outcome will be, but you're right. I can't complain to complain. And I am trying to just figure out how to how to help the situation as best I can. Because like you, I am injured and can't protest. <laughs> We are so falling apart. Um, <laughs> um, but I definitely, you know, contribute what I can and and make calls and, and try to get some more information and do as much support as possible. But I'm all about, you know, what can we really do to fix this? And of course, voting is important. Unfortunately, you cannot vote out racism. That's not a box we can check. But... Mm. We can make sure that our local officials, our mayors, and the people who decide our district attorneys and, and law enforcement and all of those people, we can vote those people into power and change this. And we can show up for jury duty. We can make sure that we are part yes. of the process so that we can actually have real outcomes where when you hurt one of us, there is real repercussion. We need to get more involved in that. That's amazing. Um. Personally, I completed my census. Um, Absolutely, yes. I will be counted. Um, please make some uh, adjustments for <laughs> for my family in this community. I I live in a predominantly white um, neighborhood, and I want it to be known that Black people live here. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely am am going to vote. Uh, for everything I can. Um, but I haven't figured out um, the Soka Say So real um, uh, action steps yet. I really haven't. Um, I've definitely gotten lost in um, my feelings. I've definitely gotten lost in, in, mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in just watching things happen. Um, like I said, I have done some personal things of, like I said, of making some donations and making some phone calls, but for Soka Say So, I haven't figured it out yet. I really haven't. Um, but I'm going to work on that this week um, because something has to be done. I have the Soka monster to think of. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, once you, once you give birth to a black boy in this, in America, you know, you worry, you worry. And I, have to sit and struggle and make sure his hands are clean and uh you know he's not getting the virus he's not passing it on make sure all this flipping he's doing around my house he doesn't break his wrist <laughs> break his neck make sure he looks both ways for across the street and then i know like i know he is going to encounter some cop and and i'm just hoping he has his his dad's fortitude to keep his mouth shut and not his mama. Not like his act mom. Up. Don't have your mama's <laughs> act up because that's not going to end well. And that's so crazy. I was watching something in uh, they. it was a bit black business owner and, and they were asked, they said, oh, you're a father. What have you told your kids? And he says, my kids are six and younger. I haven't told them anything. As soon as I tell them this, I've, I've already stolen from their childhood. Mm. <laughs> and and it's so real. 
Yeah. You have as a parent, you have to figure out when you're going to bring them into this reality that they're in. And it's a shame what what we're in. But I I'm gonna take I'm gonna take time this week and really figure out how Soka Say So can um add um add some help to this situation, make some me- meaningful contributions at the in this moment. Absolutely. But again, protect your peace. You know, at, you're no good to anyone if you fall apart. Uh, yeah. So you definitely have to protect your peace. You are doing the right things. You have I've seen your posts sharing information about legal help and counsel. Um, you know, it's it's as as brands, as people who have platforms, we definitely want to use them to the full extent. We want to make sure that we we add so much content to help push the right narratives or to help make things visible to the communities that we reach. But at the same time, I will, I will give you the, the let off the hook, <laughs> like just protect your peace. This stuff, you know, I, planning and action taking is important, but it's hard to process. And especially when this is so real and you know, your family will definitely be affected. It's okay to protect your peace and take a moment and just digest and breathe and, and then, then get yeah. started. And, you know, we're in this together. I am happy to help you, you know, when you break down because your parts have fallen off. So <laughs> <laughs> before your other risk, <laughs> as a problem. You can always just call and say, you know what, Deanna, can you help me with this? And absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Look at that. And I, listen, I took a few hours off of Soka. I know it sounds crazy. Soka say so. <laughs> I, made a, <laughs> I made a bold statement yesterday that I needed a few hours off of Soka because Soka makes me happy. Soka makes me feel good. And I know it was going to make me feel happy. And I wanted to sit in my pain for a little while. Um, and so I took some hours off of Soka and I, I'm back into, into Soka right now. And if, unless you have some more to say, I would like to rave. Lady. <laughs> First of all, you know, I could talk about this subject for the, for the duration of 2020. So let's not do that. <laughs> let's give the people, you know, a chance to, to, I wouldn't necessarily say lively up. <laughs> I'm gonna let you introduce what we are raving to. Yeah, I I racked my brain. I tried to find a song, and first of all, you were so quick with the artist. And the artist is Brother Resistance. I mean, hello, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and the song is called Crucial Decision. Listen to the lyrics. Make a crucial decision Youth man and woman 
something that I, I found um, Brother mm. Resistance is a Rapso artist um, and the definition I found here is that Rapso mixes Calypso, disco, funk and poetry combined with drumming emerging from 1970s Black Power Revolution hello, come on mm-hmm. nice, nice and you know I've, I've mentioned this to you but when I was in Trinidad in 2001 I lost my mind when I saw Brother Resistance. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, that's him. That's Brother Resistance. And nobody around me could understand why I was geeking out so hard, including him. He was like, you want to take a picture with me? And I'm like, yes, yes. I have studied Brother Resistance in, in musicology classes. So if you think, oh. you know, Trinidad's just some little island in the Caribbean, nobody is paying attention. We studied Brother Resistance and his music, that kind of narrative, that, that push to really unify Black people and Black voices and to also give us some sort of hope and chance, definitely some chance from Brother Resistance. Let the power be the word, and the word is now, yes. Mm. I, I, I had to, I had to. If we are going to talk about Black empowerment, that's the, that's the soca-ish yeah. <laughs> rap so artist that I, I just, I felt like we had to go to him. I appreciate you for this. You're putting me on. 
and I, that that was a word for the moment. That was that was good. Mm-hmm. Yes, Thank but you. guys, this is a bonus episode because we just had to come on and and just say how we feel and speak to our our fans, our listeners, our followers. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Catch up on everything else that we have talked about in seasons one and two. Look out for season three coming later this year, if we make it. (laughs) Oh, 2020. (laughs) Assuming 2020 is still a thing, uh, we will have a season three later this year. But until then, you know we are going to be putting out content. We are going to be giving you updates on what we are doing. Make sure you are following Soka Say So on all social media or go to SokaSaySo.com. Follow Dish Chick on all social media or go to DYSCHICK.com. Subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. Yeah. (laughs) Stay strong. Keep your head up. Take deep breaths. (sighs) We'll see you later. Okay, bye.